Hey everyone, welcome to the Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and thank you so much if you are returning to listening to the Voice of Social Sales. If this is your first time here checking us out, welcome. Consider hitting the subscribe button if you'd like to have your weekly dose of social media for real estate. I typically feature all sorts of incredible experts in the real estate industry and outside of the real estate industry as we share actionable tips that you can implement right away to benefit your brand and business and of course, generate leads. Today's session is going to be some updates. There have been so many updates that have been happening, quite frankly, on all of the social platforms that I wanted to take a moment, and I might even break this up into a couple of different podcasts, uh, because there's so much even just from Facebook. And I realized that I'm, I'm already in the second quarter of the year, and it's, it's gone by really quickly, albeit this has been a very unique, unusual year, 2020, but I think it's really important to try to catch you up on everything that's been going on, a lot of what... The updates I'm going to be speaking about are in response to this new unique environment that we have found ourselves in over the last few months. So let's start by talking about Facebook. Now, my favorite resource for all of the social media updates are uh, Social Media Today, their blogs. They have really excellent blogs that come out on a daily basis that update you on the latest and greatest social media updates, things that are trending, digital strategies, content marketing. Um, One of my favorite authors that I read a lot there, his name is Andrew Hutchinson. And so I'm going to be referring back to these particular articles and I will go ahead and drop the links in the show notes if you want more information about them. So what I thought was really interesting is that Facebook decided to kind of, I think, give Zoom a run for its money. Many of us, uh, currently I'm in the month of May, so since March, we've been heavily using Zoom to host our virtual meetings as many of you listening have been doing as well. And what I thought was so interesting is that Facebook decided to add messenger rooms for groups and events. So messenger rooms is what they've added. Now, I realized about two days ago when I opened up my Facebook app that it looked different. Right above the stories, the Facebook stories in my main feed, I saw an icon that looks like a video camera with a plus sign in the center and it says create room. And then there were people that uh, I would assume it identifies that I talk to a lot and I can create this messenger room with them. So that was brand new. Um, I've asked several other people if they have it, some people do not. Also, I've noticed that up across the top where it says what's on your mind and there's the live video icon, the photo icon. Now there is the um, camera icon with room. It says room. So they're really giving that room button a lot of real estate on their platform right now. So the article says that uh, they're still in the process of rolling out these new messenger rooms, which is a group video chat feature. They've announced that these rooms will not only be available just on your personal side, but they're also going to be available within your Facebook groups and also events that you set up within Facebook. So this is another way that you can engage with uh, different smaller audiences, perhaps. Now, it says in groups that Facebook says that both group admins 
and members will be able to create a dedicated group room from the group's composer. So if you're in the group, you're an admin or a member, you're going to be able to create a dedicated group room. And then when you go into that room, just sort of like Zoom, you'll be able to host a video chat of up to 50 people at a time. So there's some additional control options if you have this group. So I know you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I'm a, an admin for a group and other people start rooms, am I going to have any control over that? So yes, you are going to have the ability to allow messenger rooms within your group or not. And admins will also have the option to make their group rooms admin only, meaning that only the admin has the ability to set them up or create them, but anyone who's a group member can join that chat. Admins also are going to be able to allow any group member to create a room, which can then be shared among group members. So this is a quote from the article. This is actually a quote from Facebook within this article. It says, to help admins keep their community safe, admins will have the ability to delete any video chat room. If a group has post approvals on, admins will be the only ones who can create the room, unless the admin changes the setting. For groups that don't have post approvals on, the default will be anyone in the group can create a room. So if you're not exactly sure what the post setting is, basically if you are an admin of a group or even if you're a group member, different groups have different uh, requirements and some groups only allow postings after they've been approved by a group admin. Whereas other groups, sometimes those really big groups that you might be in, they'll let anybody comment. Maybe they'll, they'll have like keyword alerts. So if they see words, they can actually be alerted and go in there and remove it. But basically anyone can post without having approval. So those controls are really important. Uh, it'll give those group admins a capacity to manage the interactions with their groups as opposed to it being sort of a free for all. <laughs> the next quote in this article says, um, and it's in regards to uh, being able to possibly expand the reach for your groups. And I thought this was really, really interesting. Group members will also be able to add link sharing to make it easier to invite more people to their room. And that includes people who aren't your friends or a member of the group or who don't have Facebook or Messenger, which I thought was really interesting as well. So from what I'm reading, it sounds like if you, if you turn on that link sharing, you can invite people to your group messenger group room if they're not a part of your group, if they're not friends of yours, they're not even Facebook users. So this article basically says that inviting those non-members could be a really good way to invite new people in and sort of let them know what the group and the discussion is all about. Also could attract more people to become users for Facebook. So that's always good for Facebook. Um, I did notice this the other day when a friend of mine sent me a screenshot. There's another edition. Um, they're also adding messenger rooms to events, as mentioned, and you can mark the event uh, as an online event. So a friend of mine took a screenshot and sent that to me. So I thought that was really interesting because we're all sort of living in this virtual world right now. And the quote surrounding the online event goes as follows. It's to help people engage more deeply when they attend an online event. We're also integrating our new rooms feature. This allows people to invite friends, family, classmates, and colleagues to hang out with anyone from anywhere through easy to share and join video chat links. So it's very similar to Zoom if you've used that where you get a link and you can send it out to people and then they can join and you're all on the call. Now this does say, 
that these particular rooms will only be available for private online events. But again, it adds another sort of engagement option. So just keep that in mind. It, it's not open for public online events. And then um, it, it goes down in the article and it talks about messenger rooms is in the process of being rolled out and Australian users are getting access to the option last week. I just got an option to it this week. And in this article, I'm looking at the images that they have going along with this. When you first see it, you'll get a pop-up that says stay connected in messenger rooms. And then it gives you a little description about what a messenger room is. And then um, I'm seeing mine up at the top right below the status update and, and above the Facebook story. So sort of in between those two areas. Now I've not ever set one up yet, but looking at this photo, it looks like if you tap to start a room, it asks you room activity, who's invited, the start time, and then you can click create room. And then in the room activity, it basically says like some fun little things like happy hour, check-in, family. So you can kind of just give it, it's almost like its own little status update, kind of like the feelings, like how are you feeling where you can select the different emojis in Facebook. So I've not personally tried this yet, but I do believe that with the explosion in virtual connecting and Zoom being where people have been mainly using that, I'm not surprised that uh, Facebook is now creating a solution. Now, this was the part in this article that really got me excited because it says, this is almost like an aside, I feel like this should be an its own article in and of itself. It says, in addition to this, Facebook also added this interesting note about the return of its live with guests option for Facebook Live. We heard from our community that the ability to co-broadcast with another person in their Facebook Live videos would be especially useful during this time. So we are bringing back live with and we'll introduce new features in the coming weeks to make the experience more interactive. I'm so excited about that because I always did live broadcasts. And at the time I was really using BeLive, which was a third party tool that connected to Facebook, but it was paid. Um, and I wish Facebook would just allow you to easily have somebody else on with you. Uh, I did notice too on the mobile app, at least on mine, I know some people that said they didn't get it back yet, but I noticed when I use my mobile device and I click on the live option, I now have the bring a friend option showing at the very bottom, which basically means that I can go live and then a friend who's watching, I can invite them to go live with me. So I'm very, very excited about that piece. So again, I will drop the link to this article in the show notes so that you can research this even more if you like to. Okay, the next article is in regards to Facebook assisting with how to create more content and, and better content that will help keep your customers or your target audience engaged. So essentially they made a post on May 6th and the title of the post says, how to create a content calendar. And the post reads, we've heard from our community that you could really benefit from a social content calendar template to help plan out content, save time and keep your customers engaged. Here's a free template to get started as well as a full tutorial. Have any other tips for keeping your social content organized? Let us know in the comments below. And then they have a link that is to their content calendar. Now the content calendar is fairly basic. It's kind of like a Google sheet or just a basic sort of spreadsheet, uh, but they have some buckets there for you to fill that out. So if you are looking for a basic content calendar that's coming directly from Facebook, 
that might be a really good option. Now they're really focused on their posts. They have a little video post there and it says save time and stay top of mind by planning number one, when to post, what to post and where to post. So I think it was really interesting. They're encouraging um, educa education on how to create and make better content. Now, uh, if you might remember, I believe, I can't remember what episode the podcast was, but I talked about their May 2019 algorithmic update in regards to video. And that update, they listed a few things. They're looking for longer form videos, three minutes or more. Um, those three minute videos also are sort of the, the minimum mark where you can put ads in between them. They're also now watching watch time, that first minute of watch time. Those two things are going to factor into uh, more reach possible, possibly. They also are looking at things like loyalty and intent. The loyalty means are people who watched your video last week coming back and consuming the video that you made this week. Kind of very YouTube-esque in the sense that, you know, wanting to get people to watch more episodes like as a show, like you're returning and watching. I did happen to notice the other day when a friend of mine was going live, after they stopped going live, it asked me if I wanted to subscribe. I took a screenshot of it. So it is getting much more uh, like YouTube. So those are the things that they're looking for. So I thought that was really neat that they're kind of giving more tips and, and insights into what works. And so if you are looking for a content calendar, that may be a really good tool for you to check into. Um, as I mentioned, it, it is fairly simple and you can download it right there from the, the post or you can go to the social media today article, which I will drop in the show notes as well. Um, the other thing that uh, it talks about in this article is obviously, you know, looking at your insights on your Facebook business page. If you have an Instagram business account, you can look at that. If you're not using uh, Facebook Creator Studio or Instagram Creator Studio, you could certainly be looking at those. Those are sort of an online dashboard experience that will give you all of your stats and uh, information. So that was the second article that I thought was really interesting, trying to really help people create better content and continue creating content and original content on the platform. The next update I'm very excited about, I can't wait for this to roll out, hopefully it does. Again, this is from a Social Media Today article. It's called Instagram's working on an option to simulcast Instagram live streams to Facebook. So that means you can go live at the same time on Facebook and Instagram. This has been something that so many people have said they wished that they had. Same here. I wish that we had this as well. So um, there was a, a discovery by Alessandro Paluzzi. I'm hoping I'm just saying that correctly, that Instagram was testing an option that would enable you to simulcast your Instagram live sessions over to your Facebook page. Now, I'm also wondering too, if you have an Instagram business account, my assumption is you would be going live on your Facebook business page. If you have a creator account, my assumption is you'd be going live on your personal timeline. So I, I'm not exactly sure about that. That's kind of how it works with cross-posting with stories. So I'm just assuming um, maybe that is the case. We'll have to see what happens. But essentially, um, the picture that they show here, a screenshot from the story settings menu when checked, as per the description, you could see right there, it says live and there's a toggle switch, simulcast to Facebook, and then it says automatically broadcast your live video to your fans on both Instagram and Facebook. 
very exciting. Um, that could really expand your live stream reach for sure. And I know we're not going to go deep dive into Instagram updates on this episode. We'll save that for the next one. But just as a little teaser, you can now actually post your Instagram live over to IGTV. How awesome is that? So we'll talk about that on the next show. Um, right now it says that you have the capacity to save your live Instagram stream onto your camera roll after you complete it. And then you can repost it, which, you know, isn't, isn't, op uh, isn't, uh, optimal, but still something that you can do. So very exciting to see that. Uh, really hope that that's going to be coming out soon. It says later on in the article that Instagram chief Adam Mosseri recently noted that the platform has more plans in the works to help people maximize Instagram lives, including new tools for artists to gather donations during their streams as a replacement for real world gigs. This update is currently in testing, likely a part of those expanded efforts. So that'll be exciting. I can't wait for that to come out. Another fun update from Facebook is that they are bringing their own Bitmoji style avatar to the platform. And it's so funny because on this day of this recording, I actually got it this morning. <laughs> and so it's very similar to your Bitmoji. Um, and if you've ever had one of those or made one, then you'll be able to make one really, really easily. Uh, how I found it was a friend of mine must have made one and posted it as a comment. And underneath the little bitmoji where her comment was, it said create avatar. And so I just clicked that and it brought me right into the creation process. And so I played around with it, set mine up. And from what I understand, you're going to be able to use them in this a range of different stickers and tools, not just your avatars, but I believe that they're bringing in some additional ones as well. They can be used in Facebook and Messenger. And then it says in this article that they may be able to be used in even more places. Quote, there are so many different ways you can use your avatar, including in comments, stories, messenger, and soon text posts with backgrounds too. So that's pretty exciting. I am looking forward to that. Um, if you haven't already, definitely check it out. I'm not sure if it's rolled out to everyone yet, uh, but you know, set it up and have it ready to go. And the last thing that I wanted to cover is from a great friend of mine, Travis Tom, who I've had on the show. Everybody should follow him on Facebook. His last name is spelled T-H-O-M. And he did a live video, which I will link again in the show notes on Facebook with Scott Shapiro from Facebook directly. And they talked about how to maximize virtual open houses. And the reason that I'm mentioning this is because there are two documents that you can go to when you go see that video and you can download these documents from Facebook that talk about how to really optimize your virtual home tour. And they break it down into three sections, before, live, and then after. And the before, they're encouraging people to think about strategies to help generate awareness for the actual open houses. And the same strategies you can extend to your virtual open house. They need to know when and where. You can use a Facebook event to get your open house on calendars. You can send updates and reminders, send an email blast to your network, link it and include to your Facebook page, post those same details on your website and your listings and directly reach out to potential buyers. 
and send them information via the DM. Then live at the open house, your broadcasting live can be, they say, a little bit intimidating if it's your first time. But if you do some pre-work, things can run smoothly. Plan your tour, the same as with a live client, where you're going first, maybe just a little bit of rehearsal. Begin by introducing yourself, share your credentials, top lining what's great about the home. People may be coming in and out, so periodically remind people who you are and what property you're touring. People coming in and out of your live video, that is. They might be joining at a different point in time. Interact with your audience, build in time in each room to pause and answer questions and allow comments. And then after the live, it talks about the video becomes on-demand content, which can be shared, downloaded, edited, and repurposed. It's very likely that even more people will see your live tour after you are finished. You can use links to the live after video on your listings, send clients who missed the tour, save your live video to edit. You can use shorter clips to post on your page. You can think of these as sort of house highlights. Use comments from the audience to gauge what type of information they're looking for about the property. Tailor your future education onto those comments and follow up with your prospects on Messenger. They may be interested in putting in an offer. So if you want some of those slides, you can go right to the link in the show notes. And I highly recommend watching the video of Travis and Scott because they answer a lot of questions and get a, give a lot of really excellent tips about how to use Facebook Live the right way to maximize and optimize as much interaction as possible. So I hope that you have enjoyed those updates on Facebook. The next installment will be all of the updates that have been happening over on Instagram. Again, uh, the information where I received this information I was reading from will be in the show notes. Go check out social media today for all of your latest and greatest social media news. Make sure that we are connected on Instagram. You can find me by my name at chelsea.pites. That's P. E-I-T-Z. Thanks, everyone. Bye.